What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the show. Today we're going to talk to Cab County School Board. Uh, last Sunday, the DHA held a Board of Education candidate forum that Andrew Ziffer and Anna Hill both attended, uh, virtually, obviously. If you want to hear the serious questions, go back and watch that on the Dunwoody Homeowners Association Facebook page. I hope that's not why you tuned into this show. We don't dive deep into the issues. Instead, we just have them on the podcast to see what they're like in real life, IRL. Today we'll feature Andrew Ziffer. Andrew has come on the show before, back on episode 77. This time he has an agenda, though. He is running for Stan Jester's vacated seat. If you're new to the show, my name is Matt Weber. I'm a residential realtor. Even with the pandemic we're living through, there's still a lot of buyers out there looking for a home. There will always be buyers and sellers in real estate. So if you're thinking about making a move in the next few months, give me a call now and I'll work you through it. There may already be a buyer for your house. I found my most recent clients their home before it was even listed. Justin Dyke is my co-host. He is founder of PoolDues.com, which is an easy all-in-one solution for running your neighborhood swim and tennis club. You keep the domain name, and he can modernize your club within a week by building you a stunning website and app, importing your current members and setting up different payment tiers, adding an SSL certificate. There's really zero work for the club. If your neighborhood swim and tennis needs a digital facelift, give him a call. We have two podcast sponsors. Brett Friedman with Village Orthodontics is temporarily closed. But if you or your child is thinking about braces, he's doing Zoom consultations. There's no better time now than to put aside you know, 15 minutes for a consultation without even leaving your home. And Porter Brew & Q Brewery, they are serving carryout orders for the next few weeks. And uh, with every order over $50, they'll fill up your growler for free. Now is the time to support our local restaurants. These small businesses have been giving back to the community for years, and now is a great time to help them out. So here's a recording from a little while back with Andrew Ziffer, candidate for DeKalb County School Board District 1. Hope you enjoy hearing about something other than COVID-19 for the next half hour. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. We're here with Andrew Ziffer running for school board... DeKalb County School Board. How about let's be a little bit more specific. Not just any school board, the one that we that affects us all. District one, right? District one, DeKalb County, which coincidentally is similar to region one in DeKalb County. They're actually one's oh, a voting yeah. one's I thought a that voting was the same thing. Yeah, one's a voting district or voting region, and one is the region of schools, and region one is Cross Keys, Chambly High School, Dunwoody High School, and um, that's the region one school district. It's a little bit bigger than the voting district. And then the voting district is subtly different than the Region 1 school district. And the biggest difference is uh, if you go south to Ashford Park Elementary, uh, Ashford Park Elementary is a Region 1 school, but Ashford Park parents live in both in, in two voting districts. They live in the, dis- the District 1 voting district and then the south, di- uh, just south of District 1. Okay. I saw Ashford Park on the news the other day. Isn't that in kind of bad shape? Ashford Park uh, has um, pretty miserable overcrowding. Uh, I think they are if they are the most percentage-wise overcrowded school in DeKalb County. The data I have, which might be a little bit old, uh, shows them at 134% capacity. Uh, and so they're unfortunately winning the contest as far as being overcrowded which is kind of ironic because that's where the wealthiest people probably live right in the district well people Brookhaven. yes and so when the school is good people want to move there yeah and um so that's what happens so we we just jumped right into it does anybody know who, who i am or any did well I, we said your name you did say my name yeah that's enough we just assume everybody knows you 
You've been in the school game for so long. Yeah, that's true. You have. You've been the voice for since we've been doing this, really. Right, right. Because yeah. we, talk, we talked to you well over a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Before you were talking I about running. Got everything. some strange call from you, and I'm wondering. I, in fact, I was wondering, what are these guys? Are they going to like talk about or set me up like a hoax? Was it a, a, like a radio show and set me up to... Uh, that's what we're doing today. Oh, it is a setup. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> we're not even recording. You're not even... <laughs> <laughs> is there going to be something like somebody knocking on the door and uh, somebody comes in and <laughs> we, we want to see how your opponents many... are all about to be here yeah. oh it's awesome it's we awesome. want to see how many papers you would bring and spread out across the table well, you, and you didn't what? disappoint you us you are a numbers man that is yeah. for sure I, I want to be ready so I have all my numbers here I have talking points to talk about I have all the uh, data as far as what's going to happen in schools over the next few years Here's, here I'll give you one piece of data so do you think DeKalb County is going to DeKalb County as a whole is going to grow over the next uh, few years, be flat, or decrease in population it's as like far as students? It's like a choose your own adventure. I'm thinking it's probably going to be flat, but I think probably the answer that you were looking for was going to it was going to expand, but that's just Dunwoody, right? Hasn't the lower part? Well, let me hear your answer. I don't think this well, is you a trick question. I think it is straightforward. It's going to grow. DeKalb County as yeah. a whole is going to grow. That's your, that's your answer. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's your final answer. Yeah. Are you sure? Ding. Yeah. Okay. So right now, DeKalb County is right at 98,000, 99,000, actually it's 99,000 students. Uh, according to DeKalb County, they're, they're predicting 100,000 students in 2026. Oh, well, that's very slow growth then. It's almost no growth. And, it's, a, yeah. it's one percent growth yeah. over so right. seven years. Well, no, I'm right. I'm closer oh, to right than you are. If we've got one percent growth in the school district over six years, what in the world is going on up here? That's probably what they're looking at—the numbers. And then they're, you know, District One is. What's District One? Do you have numbers for that? Well, uh, so uh, District One is about twenty thousand students. It's just under. Yeah, it's 20,000 students, and so we're one... But that's still exploding, right? Yeah, we're, we have the most growth in DeKalb County. Um, so Region 1, again, is Cross Keys, Shambly, Dunwoody. And Region 1, of all the seven regions, is winning the overcrowding contest. Yes! Ah, good one. And Dunwoody, oh, even that's better. that's not good. That's not good. It's good for you. You're a realtor. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, so you got to sell houses. <laughs> yeah. And then Dunwoody has the trophy of being, I'm, I can't say the trophy. Dunwoody has the... Uh, honor. The, the honor <laughs> of being the large, the, the most overcapacity cluster in DeKalb County. I believe it. And, and... Uh, it I looks heard, like it's just going to get worse from those numbers, too. Yes. And uh, I heard... I mean, if you like them big, come maybe up they here could to take maybe they could take some of those lower districts and just move all the trailers up here. That would work, right? I think they've already done that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you forgot. Didn't you? If you drove by Dunwoody High School lately? Oh yeah, that's right. All right, and so Miss um, Sanders even she said this a couple of months ago. I forgot when she said it. Miss Sanders is the principal at Dunwoody Elementary, which is my elementary school. But uh, she said jokingly, and I I did never heard anybody say this, and I didn't think she was actually serious, but she is. She said, oh, yeah, hi, I'm Jennifer Sanders. I I am the principal of Dunwoody Elementary School, and I have the largest elementary school in DeKalb County. So did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Uh, Largest elementary school in DeKalb County by population. Oh, that makes sense. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a huge school, too. So, like, when I said... When I said Ashford Park is the most overcrowded elementary school by percentage, they are. They're like 130, like mid-130, like 134, 135% overcapacity. Um, Dunwoody Elementary is only 
125% over capacity, but they're, they're like 250 kids over capacity, whereas Ashford Park's about just under 200 kids over capacity. So that don't, and, and at a certain point you need to feed those extra kids. And so how many, you know, how many lunch periods can you have before all the day. kids don't fit just in the cafeteria? Lunch periods so, all day know, long. They, they start at 10 o'clock and they it's stop like getting kids right before they leave. Uh, I was thinking how fun it would be to go just out to the sticks and go find some old trailer and then just bring it up here and just dump it into the parking lot and then just write, like, vaping lounge or something on it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it would get used one way or another. Is that so the part we, you're going to cut out of this interview? No, we're including that in there. Including what do you think okay. about that idea? Yeah. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this, has a setup happened yet? Or yeah. All right. What do you think about the, uh, the fourth and fifth graders getting annexed? I oh love boy. that word. Oh, boy. That happened really fast. Yeah. This could determine your, the outcome of the election right now. <laughs> yeah. So here's, here's, the, here's the answer. And this is the, this, is the, this is the answer that I'm telling everybody. If I were to summarize it in one word, it would just be bizarre. It would just be very bizarre. So first of all, you've got tons of Montgomery parents advocating to open up Nancy Creek Elementary, which was where Kittredge Magnet Program went. I mean, they were closest to Montgomery. Closest to Montgomery. They're advocating for months and months saying, look, why are you shipping all these kids from out of our district into our district and putting them in this elementary school when we're overcrowded? We need relief. And Montgomery uh, is 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 also at like 125% over capacity. So Montgomery advocated for this to open it up. And they were, from what I understand, again, I only hear what I'm told. I have no insider information. All I hear is what people tell me. The response that Montgomery got back from the district was, we're not going to move Kittredge. That's what Montgomery heard. And that's how they were left. So, okay, fine. And Kittredge is uh, Nancy Creek now, right? Kittredge is, is the old, it's, it's on, yeah, it's Nancy Creek Elementary. It's very close to here. Very close to here, just inside the perimeter. So, um, then redistricting happens and redistricting. Oh my God, how much fun is redistricting for the whole area? People were up in arms. It was, th- it was thousands and thousands of parents um, or thousands and thousands of hours, man hours of people talking about redistricting and having these conversations about where we move, you know, where do, how do we relieve Montgomery overcrowding with the, with the two new schools we've opened up? How do we relieve Ashford Park overcrowding? How do we relieve Dunwoody overcrowding? So we had two new schools open. We had Doraville United open up in Doraville, and we had Austin Elementary open up in Austin. So if I'm boring, you make it more interesting. So, uh, Doraville United, are they affiliated with the soccer no. team? <laughs> no? They, no, they just, yeah, they just voted to name the school Doraville United. <laughs> so voted. Montgomery would have loved to have their fourth and fifth graders go to Kittredge. Or, or just huh? open it up as an elementary school. And so Dunwoody uh, was really saying, we need relief, we need relief, we need relief. And you know, I, I don't know what's in what conversations Ramona Tyson and the board is having behind closed doors. There are obviously a lot of conversations happening behind closed doors that we don't know about. And so at the end of the day... Uh, on a Thursday afternoon, maybe some people knew, and then on Friday, I guess everybody knew. They said, "Hey, we are going to move Kittredge to the old John Lewis. We're going to spend a million bucks renovating this old school to put the magnet program, the elementary kids, inside John Lewis." So We're it's going to cost a million to to fix up. They John think Lewis? it is. Wow. Yeah, they think it is. I don't know if it's going to cost more or less, but you know, they just put a million dollar budget line item on there, and uh, we're going to. Uh, we're going to move the fourth and fifth grade of Dunwoody Elementary to Nancy Creek. 
and take that Montgomery parents. <laughs> <laughs> we got the annex. <laughs> yeah, so Montgomery actually probably wanted to have what happened to Dunwoody, right? You know, we're we're complaining. I know, I've heard a lot of Dunwoody Elementary School parents complaining, but at least we're not Montgomery. I mean, they got it worse than we did. I, and, and Montgomery is also a smaller campus. They have no place to even put trailers. Like they put a trailer in Montgomery, they're taking away parking spaces now. Yeah. And um, so I will, needless to say, Montgomery parents were were uh, what? And Dunwoody Elementary parents were what? I mean, so they were just all in shock Mm -hmm. about what happened. And, I mean, literally, it was just a complete shock to everybody. And then um, then the loud voices come, and the loud voices aren't always the kind voices, which is unfortunate. And it created, like, this whole Dunwoody, you know, shambly thing that I hated seeing because, I mean, one of the foundations of what I'm trying to do is build bridges through build bridges, communities talk to each other, what are the best problems for us to solve locally? Um, like, how do we actually find a solution that works for everyone? And that didn't happen here. So now, the quality of life of Dunwoody Elementary kids, the fourth, fifth graders, you know, part of my platform too. You want to read number one? What students are the priority? Okay, so students eliminate self-interest, personal agendas, and politics. So what's happening now? So we have fourth and fifth graders driving from Dunwoody Elementary every day to Nancy Creek Elementary, how much time is that going to take? How much time is a one, one-way bus ride? Right. At, at, well, yes. they're taking a bus. Yeah, they're taking a bus. So what's, how much time do you think? Oh, I don't know, 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah. I wouldn't say 30 minutes, but... Well, on it's the not bus? that far. It's just over uh, 285. Well, I'm saying from the point that you like walk out of your house to go to the bus stop and then get to the school. That's well, you get to Dunwoody Elementary. Yeah. And then you take the bus from Dunwoody Elementary to Nancy oh, Creek, okay. which may, may or may not uh, work. So, you know, what is, um, how much time is that? 20 minutes. Call it 20 minutes? You think that's fair? No possible No, way. it's not fair. Uh-uh. But 20, is that a fair time? Oh. No, yeah. definitely uh, not. Wait, no. they have to go to Dunway Elementary and then get bus to the annex? I think that's the way it's going to work. Oh, no. Well, really? Yeah, no way because they're not going to run two buses. They're not going to run a fourth and fifth grade bus and a oh, yeah, kindergarten right. through third grade bus. So 20 more minutes one way. So that means fourth and fifth graders are spending 40 minutes extra on the road every day on a bus. Dope. That sucks. But Maybe they can get their homework done. So yeah, yeah. That's how does that affect quality of life for those kids? Were we really thinking about the kids? You got to wake up a little bit more earlier. And <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, think about that. Sucks. So, did we think about students' interests? You know, we could have just as easily put the Montgomery fourth and fifth grade there. Maybe part of the Ashford Park. Um, fourth and fifth grade, or maybe, I don't know. We could have even moved the fifth grade from, this is this is just an idea, and I don't know if it's a good idea, but you could have just as easily moved the fifth grade from Ashford Park, Montgomery, and Dunwoody Elementary That's into Nancy I Creek. I think that would be a good answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't really think this affected me personally at all, because um, my kids go to Chestnut, but my son's in second grade, and we're gonna try to get him into Kittredge. And so now I would have to drive, they, Kittredge doesn't have buses, right? You have to drive your kids. So I'm going to be driving to, where is John Lewis anyway? I have no idea. It's, um, I know it's far south, from here. South. Yeah, you're going to have a, an extra. Way further than Nancy, heard, old Nancy Creek. It's probably an additional 15 minutes from the old Nancy Creek. Yeah, that sucks. Elementary, yeah. I don't like waking up early. Yeah, you shouldn't, yeah, get, you, my, you shouldn't get him into that program. Yeah, when I, when I don't worry about it. I think we're going to have to ride it off because of the drive, really. Yeah, no, seriously. You know what? He should be a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to put him in the just family business? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Drop out. Well, I think you could drop out 
Uh, uh, 16 there or something. Oh, well, so that's only what's, like... What's Up Dunwoody Kids Edition? Kids Edition, yeah. <laughs> Him and Lars. <laughs> he, he, he could be your uh, your kid reporter at Dunwoody High School, but he needs yeah. to graduate. Your kid needs to graduate high school. For okay, sure. please, all right, sure. and send him to college, and you have to pay for it too, by the way. For and sure. No student We're working loans. on that. All right, all right. We're working on that. All right, and what do you, you have? You have nine kids to pay <laughs> for college? Like yeah, a lot of... Uh, I see a lot of apprenticing. <laughs> yeah. So you're part of the overcrowding yeah. problem I'm, in, in yeah. Dunwoody. So I'm directly part of the problem. You're directly part of the problem because you've got five kids who are going to be in Dunwoody schools at the same time. But he spaces yeah. them out to a few different schools, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He overcrowds <laughs> all the schools. Are you still overcrowding the schools, or are you done? Well, yeah, we're done. You're done. Okay, <laughs> so the, the, the business is the shop is closed. Yeah, the shop is closed <laughs> permanently. <laughs> it's under new management. <laughs> All right, Andrew, we're taking you way off topic. Well, wait, back to the annex real fast, though. I did read a nice letter from Jennifer Saunders. Is that her name? Jennifer Sanders, yes. Sanders, yeah, right, right. And she, and she was like this. She put a great spin on it. So uh, she's the Dunwoody principal, okay. uh, DES principal, yeah. Okay. You know what? There's something really positive I want to say right now. But um, I will say that there, at a certain point, you just have to move on. Right. Decisions yeah, exactly. have been made, and I went to the Dunwoody Elementary PAC meeting, and they talked about how they're just going to move on, make the best of it, and they're going to make it work. And they're they're having a meeting this morning at eight fifteen. Uh, that's probably already it'll already happened, obviously, to talk about how they um, how they do the logistics. There's another meeting today at five o'clock that they're going to talk about logistics for all the parents. So they're having a lot of conversations about how to make this work. And um, uh, you know, back to people are going to ask like how I felt about the whole thing about. Dunwoody Elementary moving to Nancy Creek, I, I would not have, number one, I wouldn't have made the decision the way it was done. Like, you don't announce something on a Thursday or a Friday and then vote on it on a Monday. I don't think that was appropriate. And I'm not sure that's the decision I would have made if I had any sort of skin in the game and I was part of that decision process. I don't think that would be the decision I'd made. Of course, I don't have all the information, but just to give you, like, how I feel about it, that's how I feel about it. And then um, with the redistricting too, I want to give a little bit of credit too that, you know, there are some kids move from Dunwoody Elementary to Austin also. And uh, at a recent Austin PAC meeting, like redistricting is never perfect and no one's ever happy. But, you know, they're moving on and they actually are looking to create like a program for kids who are being redistricted from Dunwoody Elementary to Austin to welcome them into the Austin school. That's cool. So they're going to actually talk to parents and kids and say, hey, you're coming to our school. You're welcome here. Come, let's, you know, let's walk around the school together and, and, and meet each other. So I thought that was just... Where, I mean, what neighborhood is um, getting converted, it's, moved, moved over, do you know? It's something, it's a, it's a region, I believe it's one apartment complex in Ashford, Dunwoody. Okay, all right. Um, but, but well, and the silver lining of this whole annex thing could be that in a few years, it's we're back to everybody at the same school, but a new school. Is that correct? Possible? So here's 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 the hope for overcrowding. Here's the hope for overcrowding in Dunwoody. Um, we have a line item on one of the recently approved budgets that that has a thirty something. I think it's thirty five or thirty eight million. I forgot the exact amount mm, for a new elementary. What could that be? <laughs> new elementary school in the Shambly Dunwoody cluster. So what does that mean? The most logical place for a new elementary school in the Shambly Dunwoody cluster is either somewhere between Ashford Park, Montgomery, Huntley Hills, and that whole little triangle, or something inside, just outside of 285 in the kind of Dunwoody cluster. But whatever that school is, that school is going to have the job of, re of reducing the overcrowding in both clusters. So what that means then, it's going to be, it could have a 
it could be the first school that has Dunwoody and Shambly kids going to it. Yeah. Hmm. Or um, Nancy Creek comes back online, and Nancy Creek then becomes the kind of that middle middle ground school uh, inside Shambly, and then Ashford Park and Montgomery has their overcrowding relieved relieved by using Nancy Creek Elementary. But is that enough? I don't know. Let's talk to somebody. They think that if that elementary school is opened, it would actually give us a good seven to ten years of relieving Shambly. And if we get that elementary school in Dunwoody, we're probably good for another ten years in Dunwoody. So we've solved the elementary school problem. If we get those two new elementary schools online and working. Right, right. I've well, heard that Chestnut has the biggest land print or footprint. Why? How come they never got a new school? How come we got skipped and Austin got a new school? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe you need to be a louder voice. And... No, I wasn't a voice back then. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think Austin was, Austin was the most... Um, Austin was it's just an odd school. You ever been inside Austin? It's a piece. The, the yeah. old old Austin. Have you ever been to Chestnut though? <laughs> I've been to Chestnut. Yeah, it's but the not old Austin. Much better. The old Austin was uh, just odd. Like no doors in the classroom. Oh and, yeah, that's right. It is so. It's weird. just just odd and like you know what's Dunwoody Dunwoody owns it now. So what's Dunwoody going to do with it? I, I don't know. You know they could. At the end of the day, you're in real estate. You know it's just it's a concrete block building, and and a roof. And so you could. Do something with it, but you know, do you knock it down and do something else? Do you make a park? Do you make a like I heard about maybe it might be a senior building. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be. Sproul Center talked about moving there. Yeah, I think that's done. But the bottom line is, Dunwoody owns it. So if we got the elementary school problem solved, we just got middle and high school to deal with. So you have any ideas? Yeah, uh, uh, Dunwoody High School too. How about that? <laughs> Are you can, gonna flip them? Flip them. Hey, can you um like find like. Thirty acres and thirty acres someplace in Dunwoody North to uh, build a second yeah, high school. It is Dunwoody North. <laughs> Dunwoody North is thirty acres. No, that's good. Okay. Uh, so you know what do you do? You gotta you gotta build. You gotta figure. You gotta fix the middle and the high school. And so just another idea and just something I'm talking. Somebody said this to me years ago, not maybe a couple years ago. And she said, the high school and the the middle school need to be flipped. And my initial gut reaction was, oh bless your heart, that's such a great idea. <laughs> And then I thought about it. I really looked at it, and it is really a really interesting idea. So if we take the Peachtree Middle planned growth for the next seven years, it's roughly going to fit inside Dunwoody High School. So you could take Dunwoody High School as is and have seven years of growth for Peachtree Middle approximately, you got your middle school problem solved because they did plan a middle school. Remember, they planned a middle school and a high school mm-hmm. update. And um, so, instead of doing a middle school and a high school update, why don't you just do one update and take Peachtree Middle and increase the capacity to make it a high school? They've got brand new fields um, in a partnership with Dumity. They've got parking all over the place. They've got they have partnerships they can create, like with uh, Dumity High School right now. St. Luke's lets the kids park there. There's other churches near Peachtree Middle that would let the churches park there, I'm assuming. There's Brook Run. Um, That's true. They, the sporting fields would be amazing. Then, because they've got the, the Dunway Senior Baseball Fields, the new soccer fields, I'm assuming they could use. 
What about football? I guess the football would be... There's a field. There's a field in the back. They'd have to make... It's probably a, a better spot than the high school has, really. Yeah. They'd have to raise all of the urinals at least like a foot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to cost. Are middle school bathrooms different than high school bathrooms? No, I'm just joking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, the, the track I, the track at Dunwoody High School is a lot nicer because it's softer, and I run on that track, and the Peachtree Middle track is nice. So they'd have to improve the track at Peachtree Middle and make it high school quality. And um, They can just run over to the track. <laughs> But, you know, just think about it. It's just an idea. I can't say that it's actually a good idea or a bad idea, but it is an idea and something for us to actually look at. It's interesting, you, you yeah. Make, you make the cafeteria bigger at Peachtree Middle. You make the media center bigger. You make it a high school. And you just spend all your money there rather than having to spend money at Peachtree Middle, making that bigger for the for the overcrowding, and then Dunwoody High School for making that overcrowding. And and then the other big question to ask is, you know, how big of a high school should Dunwoody really have? And that's a really big question that a lot of people are asking, like, you know, right now it's the capacity. You know what the capacity is at Dunwoody High School? Can no. you guess? No idea. Uh, 1,500. Very good. Really? 1,500, yeah, good job. You know how many kids are there? Uh, 1,700. Oh, uh, it's like a 2,100. Oh, oh way over. Yeah. How, how come the, the numbers uh, between Peachtree Middle and, and, uh, and Dunwoody High aren't uh, more similar? Because like, you would just think that they're going to be... Like, are kids actually dropping out before high school? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I heard there is this exodus to private school for middle school. There for is some... more private school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. So if, if we think about, okay, say 2,100 kids. Can you do math in your head? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Is, is it too early? Or... Oh, I was told there would be no math. Yeah. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just... so we can't do math? I can't. All right, but... here we go. Okay, let's try to do math. 2,100 divided by 4. What's that? Oh, that's easy. That's uh, um, 550. Decimal something, right? Well, 2,000 divided by 4 is, two f- is a 500, right? So just add a little bit to 500. So 533. So 533 kids a class. I'm yeah. assuming like senior class is smaller than freshman class. And then Peachtree Middle is 15, or say 1,600. So 1,600 divided by 3. Everybody just turned off the show. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? We're done? Can we, can we go now? Uh, so what was the whole point of that? I forgot. What was the point? There was no point? All right. Just to do some math. Okay. So grown adults can still do math sometimes is the point here. But Dunwoody High School has a capacity of 1,500 kids. And Peace Tree Middle, their predicted growth over the next years is going to be in that 15 to 1,600 kid range. So in theory, Peace Tree Middle would fit in Dunwoody High School somewhat easier than making a mega Dunwoody High School on a land that is not necessarily optimal because there's parking. Have you heard about all the neighborhoods parking? Or uh, I mean, oh, they, that's a good point because none of those kids can drive either, like the middle school. Kids. Middle school, yeah. There's no par- there's no high school parking, so you'd have to add a bunch of parking to the middle school. But right. okay, again, just there's something space there, just though. something to think about. Right? They at least have land. They have land. The yes, school. they have. The middle school has land, and the middle school has service land i call it service land but like auxiliary spaces around it that can be used yeah by the high schoolers because mm-hmm. they're building their have you been back to the back of brook run they're building those fancy fields at the back of brook run yeah. i mean i've heard about them from yeah. me over and over oh god <laughs> <laughs> is he telling you too early in the morning and yeah. you just didn't listen you didn't have your coffee soccer fields don't really affect he me. called them sporting fields earlier <laughs> yeah. so those racket sport fields <laughs> that's right i heard you're not a sports guy <laughs> no okay 
But how many how many boys do you have? Well, think about how much work it takes to get every kid to every place every day. You know, I'll take Lars to practice. Yeah. So he's oh, he's he's practicing to be a Fortnite player. It's <laughs> the real sport these days. Are we off topic again? No, let's talk about Fortnite school. Okay, Fortnite school. So <laughs> I, I was thinking about a class. Maybe they could offer a class at Dunwoody High School for that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, like pro gaming. Pro gaming? Okay. Pro online. Actually, or, that would probably be a good game. A there, good class. There's a... Fortenberry would love to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can All totally right. see him doing it. I mean, you go be you can go work for the, one of the... What is it? Uh, EA? What's what's that? Yeah. Um, and those developers are... they're. Six-figure jobs out of uh, out of college for uh, making and, games and 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 YouTuber school. That's what we gotta send the kids to as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're learning all the wrong stuff. Is the point? They should be learning coding and uh, YouTube video making and Fortnite playing. What about podcast making? Well, that too. That's no money going, in there. Yeah, there's no not money in podcasting. No money, right. Yeah. Okay. They've it does. Tried. It actually does really sort of piss me off when I hear what the kids are learning. I mean, right? You're just like you're never going to use that. I, I, I would, I've never used that in my adult life. You know. Yeah. Well, here's something. You know, were you guys taught financial literacy in col- in high school? Yeah, I was a finance major. Oh, high school. Not in high school. No. So imagine having a high school degree and like you know you graduate from high school and it's basically what you do. You get maybe you get some training or not, but like then you graduate. You you don't make you make an okay amount of money, but then you have no skills to manage it. So mm-hmm. you make you know middle class living but you have no skills to manage the middle class living like how do you actually manage money and that's a that's a big conversation in our house because we're trying to teach our 14 year old how to manage money and guess what we are failing beyond belief and i'm a small <laughs> i'm a small business owner i i am i am mr finance i run our house's finances i invest i i plan everything and I have completely failed teaching my 14-year-old daughter how to manage money so far. Yeah. So well, I've got she's 14. I've got four years to figure that one out. Yeah. <laughs> so when do we get to go vote for you? So number one, today is the last day you can. Today actually... we got to vote today. No, you don't have to vote today. Oh, but oh, I'm sorry, that was a real bad setup. Um, <laughs> May 19th is my election. Okay. So May 19th is going to be the election for all the partisan uh, uh, candidates, judges, school board, and then of course March is presidential. And today is the last day you can confirm your voter registration. So if you haven't confirmed your voter registration, if you go to uh, my Facebook page or uh, at Andrew for DeKalb Schools, you'll see a link to confirm your voter registration to make sure your address and everything's correct and your voter registration is active and has not been purged. I was about to go look it up, and I was like, you know what? I bet I'm good. You voted a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. But yeah, you, I mean, all the all the recent stuff, the double election. You lost that last election, though. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah I'm so, sorry about that. Landslide. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's funny how it worked because he actually applied for the wrong district that he lived in. Yeah, you know? yeah. He went up against Hennigan, but he lives in your district, so. Right, there's no way I could have won that anyway. So you really lost. Yeah, you really, really lost, lost by bad. qualifying yeah. and like and by, by votes. To... If I had won, then I would have really lost too. Yes. <laughs> would you would it have been jail time or? Uh... Uh, hmm. No. Election fraud? No. <laughs> I, did, I never voted twice, so. Enough about Justin. Let's talk about right, Andrew's, right, so Andrew's values. So Students very, are the priority. So, you know, why am I doing this? Who am I? So the bottom line is I've been volunteering since my daughter's been in kindergarten. Uh, she started at Dunwoody Elementary as the first kindergarten class there when it was changed to a, from a fourth and fifth grade academy. So we've tried that before. And... Uh, I was the, uh, my wife works a full-time job, I'm self-employed, and so I've been uh, the school dad, volunteering in the PTO. I have a long IT career behind me, even though I'm in the commercial real estate business now, so I helped the PTO with IT early on at Dunwoody Elementary. I then got elected to the Dunwoody Elementary, uh, the 
it was called something else at the time, but the uh, it would be called the Principal Advisories Council, Principal Advisory Council. I was elected to that, and then my daughter went to Peachtree Middle, and I um, I'm also volunteering the foundation there. I also was responsible for helping organize a, a group to try to do cross-cluster and cross-region collaboration. And so that's I helped, where I saw you. Yes, that's where that's, that's what we were talking I ended about up in that group. And, and you were uh, the loudest voice for Dunwoody Education. I hope at I was. That point. I hope I was a good voice. The squeaky yeah. wheel. I hope I wasn't. A, well, I don't want to be a squeaky wheel. I want to be the guy who actually talks about things and fixes stuff. So yeah. Well, you were I'm, the only one talking back then. I feel like. Yeah, because you know, I was. I think I was one of the first. Not. I, mean, I can't say I'm one of the first, but. We were having conversations about overcrowding. I looked at my calendar for some meeting notes, and we were end of 2017, beginning of 2018. We started talking about overcrowding, and that's when the conversations really started to, you know, this is a problem. We need to do something about it. So, you know, I've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, I remember about a year and a half ago, my same table was filled with papers. So just all like papers. This. So you have to give people a visual of what's happening here. Yeah, it's like let's take a photo. <laughs> There's nothing we can't photograph. Is this going to be the photo on the on the pod? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> at right. least shows that you actually have the papers out. And I kind of you know just to go back to who I am. Aside from being very analytical and uh, having a lot of papers ready to talk about stuff, I um I kind of view myself as a problem solver, and that's the person I want to be. I uh, we 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 spent a few months developing like what am I going to be as a candidate and as a school board member. And we looked at, we had a long list of like 20 different values or ideas of what we were going to do. And we came down to a list of very simple four uh, values, which is the foundation of everything I talk about. So every vote I do, every discussion I have, this, this, is, what I'm, this is what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking, number one, and I know this sounds silly to people because every school board member is supposed to say this, students are their priority. But if you really think about that, you know, everything that you do in a school or principal or the board member are they thinking about like kids in the classroom first or are they thinking about kids on a bus or are they thinking about kids on a bus or well done what elementary needs to be relieved so we're just going to put kids on a bus for 40 more minutes a day to move them to another school versus moving montgomery kids to a fourth and fifth grade academy for 10 extra minutes a day on a bus or even if that i don't know if it would take 10 minutes to get from montgomery to Nancy creek but i'm assuming it's not even 10 minutes so then uh, also, I am a big believer in taking responsibility. You know, day one, as much as I want to say, well, I wasn't here when that happened. Day one, if I'm elected, it's my responsibility and I'm going to take responsibility for it. And I'm going to hopefully solve problems, more problems, hopefully create very few. Um, I am not a complainer, not a blamer. I, I, one of my biggest promises to everybody is that I will not complain and blame other people for what's going on. All I will try to do is help and fix things. It'd be funny if you did complain a lot, though. <laughs> It'd be funny? Really? It'd be funny. funny. It's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of a cheap thrill, like yeah. complaining and blaming. Yeah. yeah, and blaming other people. You're yeah. like, not my problem. I saw something posted on Facebook that you, the only way you get to Cab County to do anything is you shame them into doing something. And I was like, <laughs> really? Is that how you really feel? It's, you think about how loaded that is. Yeah. How toxic is that on both sides if that's the only way things get done by shaming somebody right yeah uh, operate with integrity i'm gonna try to i'm not gonna be the guy who you see on the news one night for whatever so i hope <laughs> there's not. so many things running through my yeah, mind yeah 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 <laughs> i won't say any of them or name any names <laughs> and i will do this too i will when i when i when i when i mess something up i'm gonna say yes I messed it up, and this is what we're going to do about it. 
And the last thing, which I think is very important, which is going to be very important to build relationships and build bridges with other people, because the only way we're ever going to get something accomplished in our DeKalb school system is to really build bridges throughout the community and I say, and actually communities so we all understand what we need and we all have a, a common goal to make DeKalb County work for everyone and not, you know, make DeKalb County work for your kids, but make DeKalb County work for your, your neighbor's kids too. Yeah. So... Well, that's probably like a great stopping point, but I have a question that I want you to answer. What do you think, we had the girls from, or ladies from uh, Peachtree Middle School come on, and since then that vote failed. They, they did not vote for the charter school. What do, you, what do you think about that? Like what happened there? So we've got two conversion charters left in, or two conversion charters in Region 1 right now. We have Chambly Charter High School, and we have Peachtree Middle, uh, Peachtree Charter Middle School. And so Peachtree Charter Middle School, they and both both the schools were given a directive by DeKalb County and the state to say, hey, look, this conversion charter thing, it doesn't really work. You guys either have to go back to a regular DeKalb County school or you have to be a fully independent charter school. So right. they gave them full, two options. And if you want to hear the full story, you can go back and listen to that. To Erica and podcast. Emily did yeah, that, I believe. Erica yeah. and, and Emily. I, very, very awesome It's a good podcast. podcast. One of our yeah. most listened to. That's why I'd like for you to explain to me what happened. So at the end of the day, making a full charter middle school, it's a big deal. It's a really, really big deal. I mean, you need, you need a dozen or so parents to actually say, okay, well, I'm going to take on a part-time job for the next year, figuring out how to do this form a board because you run the school like a business. So you'll have like a, 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 a I don't know what you're going to call them, but not only do you have a principal, but you have like a manager of the school who's managing the finances. I doing think they payroll. said a CEO. Yeah. yeah, it might even be a CEO model. So hiring and firing, um, responsible for paying the cafeteria staff, ordering food, just everything that DeKalb County does for you, you either outsource it to DeKalb County or you have to do it yourself. And so it's a huge undertaking. And the, the board and the parent involvement and the community involvement to do that is just enormous. And so I think... And also when you convert from the conversion charter to the full charter, you have to get community input and approval and teacher input and approval and from peace tree middle what i understand is the teacher the teacher um consensus about doing this was not there they were concerned about a few issues mm-hmm. but um, i don't think erica and emily saw the, the 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 10 or 20 parents step up and say i'm going to take this on so just overwhelming for everybody kind yeah of. and erica and emily are already overwhelmed just trying to run the foundation and so there was no there was no community support to do this. I mean, everybody, it's back to yeah, yeah. This is great. This is great. Yeah, I thought it was an easy solution. It would be, yeah. and then everybody when, would vote for. And what did it get? Like eighteen percent, I think, of the whole school voted at all. Yeah, and but see, here's the thing: when when something great and everybody has a great idea, everybody's a cheerleader. Yeah, Peachtree Middle needs this. Yeah, Peachtree Middle needs this. Okay, well, will you help? And then everybody just walks away. Crickets. <laughs> like, oh, I got other stuff going. I, I got other on stuff going this year. <laughs> However. But the last conversation I had with some Shambly parents, and again, this is only conversations I have with a limited amount of parents, said Shambly is actually, they're going to try it, and they are going to try to do the full charter. And someone asked me, would I support this? And I said, I, I said, I will give you a standing ovation if you do this because 
Slow clapping or fast clapping? I don't know. What's better? <laughs> Slow clapping. You can't do either on the podcast. Yeah. You can't, I can't clap on the Slow podcast? Slow clapping is very sarcastic. Okay, so it would not be slow. Cl- it would dope. be it would be so fast you would, clapping. You would support yeah. them doing. I would support them normal doing it. Normal ovation clapping. Yeah, normal ovation cl- because <laughs> it is a big undertaking, and I will say I believe in local autonomy. I believe in local. I, I believe in all of our parents helping our schools and volunteers helping, and I believe that a community can run a better a school better than you know somebody some community that lives like way far away. So I told them I would I would be your number one fan of that idea if they were to actually go that direction i don't know which direction they're going yet but that's at least what i heard cool okay well that's all that yeah thanks for wrapping that up for us yeah thank you thanks for coming on the show well right. thanks may for the 19th. time may 19th gotta go vote may 19th yeah yes thanks andrew thank you, thank you.